Tim's News Explosion. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to another week of Tim's News Explosion on this Monday, the 17th of October, 2022. We are live on the Wilmsfront YouTube, DLive, and Odyssey channels. Hello to everyone in the live chat, the regulars, Lady of Shalott, uh, Kesho, no, I'm not a deep uh, fake, uh, Peak Aussie Men, and uh, Hadron, well, you'll find out who is cancelling Kanye a bit later in the show. And uh, also, as always, on the interactive entropy software, uh, we can ask myself a direct question or send through a super chat to support this program and other unshackled productions. It is 8.30pm here in Melbourne, Victoria, where the flash flooding devastation that began to unfold last Wednesday is where the national eye has been focused. Uh, we have three days of sunshine at the beginning of this week, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, before the rains return again on Thursday. The epicentre of the flood damage uh, is around the regional towns of uh, Achuka and Shepparton in the north and uh, in Melbourne's uh, inner west around the Maribyrnong River. Sadly, a 71-year-old uh, died in the town of uh, uh, Rochester. Uh, so that is, is sad that there's been a, a loss of, of life. Now, as if some Victorians aren't suffering enough, uh, Dan Andrews' daily press conferences are back. Thanks very much for joining us here at the State Control Centre. The Minister and I are joined by, of course, Andrew Crisp, Tim Weebush from PMV and SES respectively, uh, and Assistant Commissioner David Clayton from Victoria Police joins us uh, today as well. Now, even though Dan's at the, the state uh, control centre, not in front of the, the purple wall of, of doom, as during the, the COVID lockdowns, uh, the return of these uh, daily presses are certainly very re-traumatising for many Victorians whose lives were controlled by Dan based on what he said at his uh, daily press conferences. And so Dan has been busy on his, his socials, uh, showing that he is... Uh, uh, on 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 the job, and it's there's a lot of uh, pointing at maps by this uh, uh, commander here. Uh, so this is one uh, one of Dan Andrews' uh, tweets uh, because uh, he did the the press conference uh, with uh, Albo yesterday. He said, "I've just been with the Prime Minister in Bendigo, getting latest on the flooding. Here's what you need to know." Uh, now uh, you recall from a a famous movie. Uh, that uh, the the downfall of a certain uh, historical uh, dictator w uh, was uh, occurring uh, when he was uh, pointing at maps. 
And so there's been a lot of, of memes about Dan uh, pointing at, at maps. There's uh, this one. This is where we flattened an elderly woman, uh, then pepper sprayed the shit out of her. Uh, there's one from Danger Dan Andrews. Let's be clear, if we lock everyone up for 14 days, that should stop the flooding. Nearest staircase is right here, Dan. And of course, uh, back in uh, 2019, uh, Dan Andrews said uh, that there was no point building dams. The Victorian government has ruled out new dams, saying climate change means not enough water would flow into them to make them worthwhile worthwhile. Certainly uh, the Victorian Greens, uh, they have been saying this is not ordinary, this must be due to climate change. And uh, I know that uh, some in the uh, freedom movement and uh, uh, Kesho has uh, said here, uh, do they control the geoengineering from there? Uh, there? There are some in the freedom movement who believe that uh, these uh, extreme weather events uh, and the, the flooding of uh, 2022 has been uh, geoengineered by cloud seeding, uh, starting with, with Lismore because uh, Dom Perrottet said that he wanted to uh, build back better the town of, of Lismore. And uh, I know that uh, Anthony Kalouf, uh, who runs Australian versus the Agenda, uh, Raphael Fernandez and uh, Andy Nolch uh, all believe in, in chemtrails and, and cl cloud seeding. One of the theories that I saw is that uh, these floods have been uh, geoengineered uh, so that uh, Dan can uh, reopen his uh, Mikulam, uh or I guess you, you wouldn't call it a quarantine camp uh, anymore. Uh, you would call it a what is it a emer emergency camp? A, our own FEMA camps here. So 250 beds uh, will be opening up uh, for those who have been uh, displaced uh, due to the flash flooding. And uh, there are uh, reports tonight that uh, some looting is going on you know, around flooded houses in uh, the Maribyrnong, which is absolutely disgraceful, uh, disgusting. Now, but if you wanted a probably a more uh, well-grounded uh, explanation as to why uh, there has uh, been this uh, flooding, particularly uh, around the Maribyrnong, because it's been raining all over Victoria, but uh, most of Victoria doesn't flood. Uh, so Annika Schmidthurst in the Sunday Age uh, ha reported that hundreds of Melbourne homes could have been saved from flooding in recent days if the former state government had backed a push to dam the Maribyrnong River, hydrology experts say. So uh, uh, hydrology and flood warning expert Jeff Crapper, who was responsible for Melbourne's flood warning service at Melbourne Water from 1989 to 2003, lobbied the BRAC's government to build the infrastructure project at uh, Ardell ahead of the 2006 election, but as we injected on environmental uh, grounds. According to the presentation, the infrastructure also would have eliminated the need for a controversial flood wall protecting Flemington Racecourse and reduced reliance on Melbourne's flood warning system because uh, the Flemington Racecourse has not been flooded because of a flood wall, uh, but uh, it has been uh, reported that uh, the 
the the flood wall uh, built there uh, may have worsened the residential uh, induation as the city begins to clean up from extraordinary floods. Despite objections from residents and local councils in 2004, the then Labor government approved the wall to protect the racecourse from flooding. Local residents during Liz Crash said the area around the racecourse has always been a, a flood plain. She said that when the flood wall was first planned 20 years ago, three local guns objected over concerns. It would exacerbate flood risk in the area. So there you go again. More state labor neglect is uh, is the, the the main well a, a, a main uh, main contributor uh, to uh, making this an unprecedented flooding event around the Maribyrnong. Hello, uh, Melissa. Uh, Pecosmen Australians, I guess, are just gluttons for punishment. So, a and as Lady of Shellot says, they uh, they had to trash a whole load of them last week as they'll never be used. The waste of money is is mind-boggling. Yes, there'll be more expenses, uh, a build, a building back better uh, in inner Melbourne and in uh, regional Victoria as well. But uh, as I said, uh, there could be more to come later in the week. Now, uh, over to the United Kingdom, where if you think that uh, things are dysfunctional in Australia, I mean, the, the, the UK is in uh, political paralysis. Uh, so Liz Truss, only 40 days since she uh, was uh, appointed Prime Minister. On Friday, she sacked her Chancellor and long-time close personal friend, Quasi uh, Kwarteng, after uh, she uh, announced a, another U-turn on her mini-budget. She already junked uh, personal income tax cuts of, for the, the top marginal rate from 45p to 40 pence. Now she's U-turned on uh, stopping a planned increase in uh, corporations tax. So it'll go up uh, from 19 pence to uh, 25 pence. And she chose as her new chancellor, uh, Jeremy Hunt, who, uh, who is the former health and social care secretary under uh, David Cameron and Theresa May, was briefly foreign secretary uh, after Boris Johnson resigned as foreign secretary under Theresa May. And he made it to the final two uh, with Boris Johnson at the, the 2019 uh, leadership uh, vote. Uh, Boris Johnson beat him two to one. And he also ran for the leadership again in 2022. Uh, now, the, the reason apparently that uh, Quasi Kwarteng had to go is because he'd spooked uh, the markets. Uh, apparently, the, the markets and the, the media uh, run the United Kingdom now. Remember, the, the IMF uh, were very upset uh, with the mini budget. And so, uh, Jeremy Hunt, uh, he is giving his uh, medium-term medium fiscal plan today. Now, Kwasi Kwarteng lasted 38 days as Chancellor. Liz Truss was elected on a tax-cutting platform with the Tory membership. She has completely junked 
her, uh, well, her whole platform uh, that she ran on to become prime minister. And so the, uh, the, the Tory uh, backbenchers or faceless men, as, uh, as they should be called, are already plotting uh, to, uh, for a, a seamless uh, transition to a compromise candidate. Or should I basically say that it's, well, what it is, it's a globalist uh, coup d'etat. That's uh, that's that's what's happening here. I mean, Jeremy Hunt is the ultimate uh, globalist uh, puppet. If he was to uh, become the the prime minister, I mean, he's already called being called the de facto prime minister, or as uh, some uh, refer to Jeremy Hunt, as vindicated by the report is grotesque. Two figures who are significant: Jeremy Hunt, uh, because he's a potential leadership uh, candidate. Uh, now, it's not unfair to refer to Jeremy Hunt as that name, uh, because uh, during the COVID pandemic, he was the most vocal MP in favour of a Chinese-style COVID zero policy. This is what he told uh, Independent Sage, which is a COVID zero uh, extremist uh, group uh, in the United Kingdom. Uh, I very much agree with uh the central point in Gabriel's paper that we should be aiming for zero infection um, and elimination of the disease, because that is basically the approach taken in countries which have a SARS strategy as opposed to a, a flu strategy. And those are the countries that have overwhelmingly been the most successful in, in tackling coronavirus. Um, and, uh, you know, I just, my sister, uh, lives in Beijing and she flew back to Beijing in the middle of lockdown. And just to give you an, an idea of the contrast, uh, she was escorted from the airport in Beijing to her home by Ministry of Health officials. Uh, and then uh, put into her home for two weeks quarantine. The door was sealed and uh, she had a police car sitting outside her house uh, periodically. And I'm not saying we go that far in this country, but I just think it's an indication of how serious they are in the countries that have had to deal with SARS about stopping at the root every possible source of infection. Uh, what uh, the, the CCP did and is continuing to do to its citizens is horrific and it's a international uh, scandal and also horrific human rights tragedy that most of the West, uh, uh, including Australia, uh, followed uh, the CCP-style lockdowns uh, for a lot of 2020 and 2021. Uh, now, Boris Loyalist and former Culture Secretary uh, Nadine Doris, uh, she has rightfully said that uh, if uh, there hadn't been the, uh, the Boris uh, backstabbers, uh, then none of this wouldn't wouldn't have happened uh, with Liz Truss very she's not a very strong uh, figure and uh, the Conservative Party is uh, having tear itself apart uh, because they're now 33 24 to 33 points behind uh, Keir Starmer uh, the Labour leader in the polls and uh, Nadine Doris uh, uh, when Jeremy Hunt was running for Prime Minister uh, in 2022, uh, she uh, spoke to GB News about a conversation she had with uh, Jeremy, who was lobbying for 
uh, COVID zero at the beginning of the pandemic. Jeremy contacted me as a health minister and said, you've got to speak to Matt. It was at the time the Nightingale hospitals were being built. You've got to tell him that you Matt don't- Hancock. Yeah, you don't put sick people in the hospitals. You follow a zero COVID policy. My wife's family have experience of this. When someone tests positive, you take them from their home and you take them to an isolation centre and you leave them there in the isolation centre. That's the only way you can beat COVID. And I said, Jeremy, the British public will not stand for mothers and fathers and families and children being removed from their family and their home and put in isolation. He says, who said they won't? And I said, well, the behaviour and insights team who I've discussed this with, they, they, it, they won't wear it. And he said, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Show me the evidence for that because I don't believe it. That's the way we have to deal with this is a zero COVID policy. Now, we would still be probably be in some sort of lockdown if Jeremy Hunt had been made prime we'll minister look at China today. instead of Boris Johnson. Uh, so who knows uh, the the new uh, what the new shadow prime minister Jeremy Hunt has in store uh, for the the British people this winter, where there's likely to be energy shortages, blackouts, cost of living continuing uh, to soar, and now a uncompetitive economy as well. Meanwhile, uh, the uh, climate change vandal thug brats have uh continued uh with their uh the destruction of uh their of various uh places and uh artwork now uh so they pour this group stop oil uh poured uh tomato soup over van gogh's uh sunflowers And then uh, there was uh, spraying uh, an Aston Ma outside an Aston Martin showroom, which is obviously a car. that are intended to silence protest. We're a non-violent civil disobedience movement. We know that the changes in the laws, the injunctions against us are irrelevant in comparison with mass starvation, with the genocidal policies that our government is pushing for, with their 100 new fossil fuel licenses in the North Sea. There will be uh, starvation and, dev and devastation if uh, the government enacts uh, those uh, policies uh, through uh, your acts of political terrorism, because this is basically, they're, they're doing all of this vandalism, blocking uh, traffic, uh, 
to well, that's their way to basically uh, convince people to inconvenience them and uh, their justification. Because I can't believe that GB News platformed uh, some of these people. They said their 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 argument uh, when they're uh, debating these GB News personalities: Would you prefer art or life? So is that basically the ultimatum that? Uh, you're giving that uh, will destroy uh, historical works of art. Remember, that's what ISIS did, uh, unless you see to our uh, demands. And uh, also uh, the uh, radical uh, vegans are also uh, at this as, as well, uh, destroying uh, dairy products at a local supermarket, which uh, is basically a form of shoplifting. I mean, an elderly lady could slip on that and hit her head on the ground and die uh, because of this reckless stunt. Uh, and now this is this sort of stuff is uh, beginning to happen here. So at uh, the uh, National Gallery of uh, Victoria, some Extinction Rebellion ferals uh, glued themselves to uh, Picasso's, uh, uh, Picasso's painting at, and they were there for more than an hour. And uh, remember that uh, that uh, woman, uh, Mally Cooper, uh, who blocked uh, the Sydney Harbour Bridge uh, with her uh, truck uh, during uh, peak hour. Uh, now, despite uh, the New South Wales supposedly having tougher new anti-protest laws, uh, which is up to a $22,000 fine or a two-year jail sentence, uh, the uh, the the magistrate uh, decided that um, yeah to, to to let her off because uh, she had uh, uh, she had uh, what is it uh, climate anxiety uh, so there you go because uh, apparently she lives up in Lismore and so she had climate anxiety. Uh, uh, during the the floods as well, and now I, I should mention that uh, back in the UK, the Home Secretary uh, Suella Braverman has called them uh, vandals and thugs. But what are you going to do about it, uh, Suella Braverman? I mean, you said it's your dream uh, to uh, put the illegals on a plane to Rwanda. I mean, you're big on the talk, like Priti Patel was, but it's going to be action. Are you going to deport the illegals and jail the criminals? Let's let's see. 
Now, up in Scotland, uh, Nicola Sturgeon is trying to pass uh, transgender self-ID laws, uh, which is what we have here in uh, Victoria. Uh, you don't need a sexual reassignment surgery or what it's called now, uh, sex confirmation surgery uh, to change the gender on your birth certificate. You can change it male to female to whatever every six months, uh, if you like. And one of the most high profile and vocal uh, opponents of uh, Nicola Sturgeon's self-ID laws is Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling, who tweeted, I stand in solidarity with four women, Scott, and all women protesting and speaking outside the Scottish Parliament. No to self-ID. And so J.K. Rowling is wearing a shirt. Nicola Sturgeon, noun, destroyer of women's rights. And uh, of course, there's been a huge campaign to cancel uh, JK Rowling. And uh, she replied to this tweet, how do you sleep at night knowing you've lost a whole audience from buying your books? And she said, I read, uh, I read, my, I read my most recent royalty checks and find the pain goes away quickly. Oh, someone needs to call the, the fire brigade uh, because that uh, was a significant uh, burn uh, that uh, uh, JK Rowling issued there. And now uh, this uh, how do you sleep at night uh, uh, question was also uh, asked to uh, Michael Knowles on his uh, Daily Wire show by a gender studies professor who called into his show. Hello, Michael. I'm not a longtime listener. I'm not a fan. In fact, I do not support your work in any way. My name is Dr. Ann Lesby, and I am a gender studies professor at ACL University. When I am not educating in the classroom, I dedicate my free time to educating the ignorant on Twitter and exposing dangerous right-wing transphobic fascists such as yourself. Here's my question. Considering the havoc you wreak daily, on vulnerable groups such as drag children's performers and sex workers of color, how do you sleep at night? Really great, great question, Anne Lesby, Dr. Lesby. Uh, one of my favorite Twitter accounts, I, I would encourage anyone who's not al already following Dr. Lesby, uh, Dr. Lesby, Anne, to uh, follow her account. <laughs> I'm really glad to hear your voice. That's, that's great. How do I sleep at night? Uh, with the great comfort of a helix mattress that that is how i sleep at night uh, uh, and in true daily wire style uh, michael knowles answers a question with a plug uh, for a sponsor and yes i also recommend uh following ann lesby uh phd uh she her uh now uh, to obviously understand where that name comes from just to reverse ann and lesby and it spells lesby ann uh, now, one of the uh, one of the the main defenders of uh, Kanye West, as uh, he as uh, heaps of forces uh, converge uh, to uh, cancel him after his uh, anti-Semitic uh, tweet, uh, is uh, his uh, friend uh, Candace Owens also a Daily Wire uh, personality. And obviously Daily Wire was founded by a Jew in, in Ben Shapiro. 
And so this was his take on uh, his uh, well, employee, uh, Candace, uh, defending uh, Kanye. Addison says, what are your thoughts about Kanye West? Well, I mean, I've made my thoughts about Kanye West pretty clear. I mean, what he said is anti-Semitic. There's no question about it. I mean, what, what he said is pure, rote anti-Semitism, whether he is talking about Death Con 3 to Jewish people, whether he's talking about blacks are the real Jews. I mean, this is all anti-Semitism. I do not think it is possible to defend that as not anti-Semitism, which brings somebody else I see is asking about Candace's defense of Kanye's anti-Semitic remarks. So let me just say this. Candace and I disagree about a wide variety of topics. One of the features, not the bugs, of Daily Wire Plus is the fact that we openly disagree about all of this stuff. I share my opinions about what I think Candace is saying. She shares her opinions about what she thinks that I'm saying. We battle it out. It's one of the things that you get at Daily Wire Plus is the fact that there is a wide variety of opinions. Listen, on a personal level, I get Candace defending her friend. She's very close with Kanye West. I get it. I don't think that her defense of Kanye is correct or convincing. I, I think that the, the real answer to the Kanye West of it is Kanye is a bipolar human being. I mean, he's made this very clear. I talked about this on the show. And bipolar people tend to say extraordinarily bizarre things and ugly things. And again, that doesn't excuse the bizarreness or the ugliness of the actual remarks, which, as I will say once again for the 1,000th time, are in fact anti-Semitic. But there's a difference between somebody cohesively saying what Kanye West said and Kanye West saying things in broken grammar in the midst of what appears to be a bizarre period of his life in which he is presenting Adidas executives with porn in front of their face. I'm not going to treat that the same as Ilhan Omar saying openly anti-Semitic stuff as an elected congressperson in the United States of America. So when it comes to Candace, I mean, look, am I still friends with Of course I'm friendly with Candace. Am I friendly with Tucker Carlson? I mean, Tucker cut a segment from his interview with Kanye in which Kanye said a bunch of anti-Semitic stuff. Listen, am I friends with Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan had on Roger Waters the other day. Roger Waters is a ridiculous anti-Semitic jerk. I mean, like, wide variety. Uh, so there you go. Ben Shapiro is not going to fire uh, Candace Owens. I mean, he poached her uh, from uh, Prager U, and uh, uh, as you saw, he uh, he called uh, Kanye uh, bipolar. He certainly is uh, Kanye. What I what I call a a madman, similar to Elon Musk and uh, and Trump, uh, but also well, he is like. <laughs> To, to be as successful as, successful as Kanye and uh, the other two I mentioned, you've also got to be a, a stable uh, genius. And uh, even though he's been uh, suspended uh, from uh, Twitter, one of his last tweets was, who do you think created cancel culture? And uh, his bank, uh, uh, JP Morgan Ch Chase, has cancelled him. He is still speaking. Together. Right. I just want the family back together. Right. Kim is a Christian. On TMZ, I just saw yesterday, they said, Pete Davidson and Kim have sex by the fireplace to honor their grandmother. It's Jewish Zionists that's about that life, that's telling this Christian woman that has four black children to put that out as a message in the media. So when I drive by and I see the Hulu ads and I say the J.P. Chase Morgan ads, I'm going to let y'all know right now, the devil is a defeated foe. You can't poison me. And by the way, y'all done already fucked with me so much. Y'all already black mirrored me. You already made everybody think I'm crazy. You already took my family away. You already separated all my friends. 
I don't got no celebrity friends. Because when I was on TV, on Instagram saying, I don't know where my child is, and the Kardashians kidnapped my daughter. In- uh, now, I, there's also a campaign to get his music uh, cancelled off Spotify and Apple Music, led by, guess who? Uh, Devere Abramovic of the Anti-Defamation Commission. So uh, he he said he's going to be writing to the streaming giants to request they kick the rapper off their platforms. And uh, uh, so uh, this uh, going further down here, uh, this is uh, what uh, uh, Devere said. There is no reason on earth to keep hosting this artist to allow him to thrive while hurting and vilifying vulnerable people. This is not about censorship or free speech since Kanye can still create music and perform. Well, it's about cancel culture. This is about corporations saying that profits will never will never come first and that at a time when Jewish people here around the world are facing an unprecedented surge in violence and harassment both online and offline, as they, as entertainment titans, will take every possible measure to combat this growing threat. He told news.com.au he would, he would, uh, uh, his letter would be sent to the companies on Monday. And uh, uh, Devere uh, uh, also, uh, he has, uh, I'm not sure if he's uh, had some, uh, well, I can cl- click on this article uh, because, uh, yes, there's also been some uh, outrage uh, about uh, these uh, neo-Nazi uh, flyers. And, uh, yes, uh, uh, it's the, so, yes, it was Devere who actually highlighted these uh, fly- uh, flyers as well. So, he definitely is uh, uh, Australia's uh, captain council, and also he amplifies the hate he is so outraged about getting it sent to a wider audience. So he tends to feed his haters uh, a lot, uh, Devere, uh, with his uh, uh, with his uh, comments to the mainstream media and uh, campaigns. Now, already way over time, but there's just so much to, to get through tonight. Obviously, uh, the, continu- the uh, continuing campaign to cancel Alex Jones and Infowars uh, ratcheted up another uh, notch, which with a, another uh, defamation uh, uh, payout uh, well, uh, awarded to the Sandy Hooks uh, families, which he's been ordered to pay them close to a billion dollars in in damages. Uh, now, I'll make the point that I did last time when uh, the uh, the the damages the the damages bill was at uh, forty five uh, million dollars. I mean, the mainstream media, if they were held accountable for all of the lies, defamation, and tragedy that uh, they have perpetrated on all types of, of people. I mean, it'd be in the trillions, uh, uh, the, the damages, defamation payout they'd have to pay. Yes, if it was a just world, the mainstream media would have to pay uh, damages. And also, uh, those who misled the, the public when it came to health advice, like Dr. Fauci, would also have to uh, pay a lot. 
Uh, now, the uh, January 6th Resurrection show, uh, the next episode uh, is, uh, well, the, the lead into the next episode is that the January 6th House Committee uh, has sent out a subpoena to uh, President Donald Trump. There is no way that he is going to honour that subpoena. So then that piece of shit Merrick Garland will order the FBI to arrest and charge Trump for obstruction of of congress uh but uh, there was a plot twist uh this week uh we already knew that nancy pelosi uh didn't uh prepare a proper uh a, a proper defense uh make the capital uh, secure in the lead up to January 6th. And that's because she was planning to uh, confront Trump herself. And that's what this is all about. Secret Service said they have dissuaded him from coming to Capitol Hill. They told him they don't have the resources to protect him here. So at the moment, he is not coming, but that could change. Oh, he comes, I'm going to punch him out. I told him how I would pay to see that. I'm waiting for this for trespassing on the Capitol grounds. I'm going to punch him out, and I'm going to go to jail, and I'm going to be happy. Uh, now, as if Nancy Pelosi, who uh, couldn't even tear a a bunch of papers, remember when she tore up uh, Trump's State of the Union speech, she had to get her staff to uh, pre-tear it, as if she could knock Trump out with a punch. I mean, Trump sh- should have just walked up to her and said, uh, hit me with your best shot. Uh, now, she had a documentary crew following her on January 6th. I think it was actually her, her daughter's uh, documentary crew because her daughter is a documentary uh, maker. But it, yet it took two and a half years uh, for this uh, threat of violence against uh, the, the sitting president uh, to uh, come out. Yes, exactly. So, so, so afraid for her life there. Now, as you know, I like to uh, follow up uh, with uh, d- uh, news that I've covered in previous Tim's News Explosion. Uh, so uh, a couple of weeks back, I uh, brought you uh, the story, which a lot of you uh, would have already been aware of, of uh, Kayla uh, Lemieux, that uh, transgender would uh, teacher. Uh, up in uh, Ontario there, who is uh, teaching, uh, still still teaching uh, at uh, the Oakville Trevalgar High School. And uh, they, the Rebel News reporter, David the Menzoid Menzies, uh, he got uh, kicked out of uh, the uh, last Halton District School Board uh, meeting. So this time he decided to go undercover uh, to uh, confront uh, the school board. Yeah, so you see, once again, I got the bums rush. I'm not even sure if they're going to let me in the building uh, or whether their security or even police uh, accomplices are going to keep them protected from impolite questions. What to do? What to do? You know what? The saying goes, if you can't beat them, join them. And I'm a big Wonder Woman fan from the 70s. So let's do the Linda Carter thing and see if the menzoid can transition himself. (laughs) 
I'd like to present a petition called Protect the Students. We've had over 16,000 signatures. It reads, the Halton District School Board and the Director of Education, Curtis Innes, should be fired for allowing a female identifying job teacher to wear enormous fake breasts that are barely contained by see-through blouses while teaching. Who is going to take this petition? Uh, Peak Iceman says it's a giant piss take at this point. It has to be. Well, this is what uh, uh, this uh, poster uh, to an Anon born said. Uh, this dude is gaming the system. And Anon here yesterday was in, in the dude's class. This teacher was fired, uh, was almost fired for toxic masculinity last year, as well as not embracing woke culture. He drops red pills to his class, such as how silly gender neutral bathrooms are. The school board hates him. Now he's upping the ante to exploit the very clown world the school and society itself created. His long game is most likely to get fired, then sue for discrimination. There is no other explanation, no better way to troll clown world than to become an over-top character of a woman. Uh, there was a Remember there was that South Park episode where Mr. Garrison uh, tried to get fired uh, for uh, being gay, but uh, the school was was so accommodating to him. Now, uh, unfortunately, South Park is not fictional satire uh, anymore. Uh, now, uh, of course, uh, the, the latest round of uh, Pfizer boosters are around, tailored to the, the Omicron variant, the, the bivalent uh, Pfizer uh, vaccine. So there's two. There's one for the original Omicron strain, and then there's for the the BA four and five one. Um, I doubt that they will uh, prevent transmission of uh, COVID, uh, like uh, like uh, governments uh, originally uh, promoted uh, when uh, they were rolling out uh, Pfizer's vaccine. A Member of the European Parliament uh, from the Netherlands, Rob Bruce, got this admission from a Pfizer director. If you don't get vaccinated, you're antisocial. This is what the Dutch Prime Minister and Health Minister told us. You don't get vaccinated just for yourself, but also for others. You do it for all of society. That's what I said. Today, this turned out to be complete nonsense. In a COVID hearing in the European Parliament, one of the Pfizer directors just admitted to me, at the time of introduction, the vaccine had never been tested on stopping the transmission of the virus. This removes the entire legal basis for the COVID passport, the COVID passport that led to massive institutional discrimination as people lost access to essential parts of society. I find this to be shocking, even criminal. Please watch the video until the end. Voor u, mevrouw Smal, heb ik de volgende vraag waar ik een duidelijk antwoord op wil. And I will speak in English so there are no misunderstandings. Was the Pfizer COVID vaccine tested on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market? If not, please say it clearly. If yes, are you willing to share the data with this committee? And I really want a straight answer, yes or no, and I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much.
Um, regarding the question around, um, did we know about stop and humanisation before um, it's entered the market? No. Uh, these, um, you know, we had to really move at the speed of science to really understand what is taking place in the market. This is scandalous. Millions of people worldwide felt forced to get vaccinated because of the myth that you do it for others. Now this turned out to be a cheap lie. This should be exposed. Please share this video. And share that video. I have, and uh, yes, the, the the Pfizer vaccine uh, is yeah, it's uh, so uh, effective uh, against COVID uh, that uh, the Pfizer CEO uh, uh, Albert uh, Borla has, despite having four Pfizer jabs, uh, has had COVID twice, and, and of course he's taken his own uh, Pfizer antiviral. Paxlovid uh, as well. So the Pfizer CEO, perfect, perfect example of how uh, safe and uh, effective. But uh, don't worry, there are still plenty of uh, big pharma uh, defenders in the, the US Congress. Uh, Angie Craig, who's a uh, Minnesota Congresswoman running for re-election, this is what she said in a recent debate. I will never stop standing up for big pharma and standing against my constituents. Thank you. Whoops. Yes. Uh, I wonder if that was a slip of the tongue or a Freudian uh, slip of the tongue. And uh, now, obviously, the pandemic sequel uh, to COVID, I mean, many had their hopes on monkeypox, uh, uh, but uh, because they're the most at-risk group, uh, gay, bisexual men and other men who have sex with men all got uh, vaccinated because they had a pretty good incentive to, to get uh, the, the Ginos uh, smallpox vaccine against monkeypox uh, so they could all get back to their orgies uh, in a, a safe and effective way. Uh, the, the next outbreak uh, we are, are told uh, to panic about uh, is uh, Ebola, uh, the, the Sudanese uh, strain, uh, which there's been an outbreak in uh, Uganda. Uh, so there's been uh, 54 confirmed Ebola cases in, in uh, Uganda and 19 deaths. Uh, now there is uh, no uh, current uh, vaccine for the Sudanese uh, strain. There is for the the other Ebola strain, the Zaria uh, strain, but uh, good news, they're going to be uh, trialing a, a vaccine uh, against the, the Sudanese uh, strain on uh, close contacts uh, in uh, Uganda. So, uh, Good news, uh, already uh, ready to go. Uh, clinical trial on uh, the, the the close contacts uh, there. So in case you haven't had enough uh, uh, vaccines. Uh, yes, uh, monkeypox, I mean, it was hardly fatal. I mean, Ebola has something like uh, a 50% uh, fatality rate in Africa, uh, you know, I'd say its uh, symptoms are not good, such as yeah, vomiting, diarrhea, bleeding, muscle aches, absolutely uh, horrific there. So you don't even need to spread uh, much fear. It's transmitted through bodily fluids, so blood, 
uh, uh, saliva, uh, semen, you know, those sorts of things. It's not uh, airborne, uh, but uh, you can also you can also get it uh, uh, through uh, touching dead people who've had uh, Ebola. So it's recommended that once an Ebola Ebola patient uh, dies. Uh, that uh, their body is uh, cremated, so to make sure that uh, yeah, there's there's no possible further uh, transmission. It's named after the Ebola River uh, in uh, in the Congo, uh, which uh, when it were, where it was first discovered in uh, 1976. So. Exactly, Lady of Shalott. Uh, keep ra- keep uh, ramping up the fear. So gone for quite a while tonight, but there was just uh, so much to cover. Uh, so thank you uh, to all the regulars uh, once again uh, for tuning in. Hope you found it uh, informative. Now I don't know if there'll be a Wilmsfront uh, this Thursday, eight thirty PM Melbourne time on the Wilmsfront channels. Uh, if there is, it'll be. Uh, at that time and on those channels. Uh, I've just got to see if the the guests that I've got uh, will be able to confirm, uh, but there definitely will be a Trad Tasman talk back on Fridays finally with uh, Dewey DeBoer because Stephen's still having uh, uh, issues with his internet, 6 p.m. Melbourne time, 8 p.m. Auckland time on the Wilms front, oh, sorry, the Unshackled YouTube channels as well. So, Thank you once again uh, for your time. Please, everyone, uh, stay uh, stay safe, stay free, stay healthy, stay dry, and, uh, yeah, stay happy uh, as well. So good night, everybody. Tim's News Explosion. 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 Tim's news explosion.